When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes are heading to Cornucopia, the town of plenty. Juniper played the flute as the team practiced dancing. Butthole drew up a plan to clear an abandoned town of zombies, and Quinny discovered posters for Quinny Days before ringing the town bell and setting the trap. Can our heroes survive battling a horde of zombies? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. From the gates, uh, Butthole and Juniper, you hear the, the bell begin to ring as uh, Quinny disappears from sight into the bell tower and uh, begins to ring the bell. Um, the undead who are stumbling around uh, in Treebury begin to shuffle towards the sound, uh, as you'd anticipated. Can both of you roll me a perception check, please? Ooh. 16. 17. Okay. <gasps> Nuts. Um, both of you... Um, See the zombies begin to shuffle towards the uh, the bell tower. Um, however, uh, you also see um, uh, a flash, almost of a lens, uh, from the um, the general store, um, and uh, the sound of a window breaking. Well, what the heck is that? And I, I, I mean, how far away is that? Um, you're still outside the gate, so mm-hmm. um, uh, a fair distance away. You have to get okay, up and over the so, gate, past the stalls, uh, then there's the, the general store. Okay, so I'm thinking we got to check that out as well. Do you want to do the general store and I'll try to get close to Quinny? Should we both go to Quinny? Is the general store on the way, Tom, or is it out of the way yep. if we were to head to so, the tower? Uh, heading um, south towards the tower from the north, which is where you are currently, Um to your right is the general store. To your left is the uh, the saloon that uh, Queenie ran over the roof of. Mm. Bell Tower is at the south, the southernmost point, uh, beyond okay. which is the uh, the gate that Queenie okay. saw. So I guess we'll go to the general store on the way, but we should probably get over this wall. We'll stay behind the zombies. They probably won't notice us if there's a big bell ringing, but we got to know what's going on with this general store because I saw a flash of something. Zombies don't yeah. flash lights. No, I, th- I think, I think there's the, oh wait, my guess is that the people are in here. There's someone in here. Interesting. Okay. Well, uh, let's get over this wall. Do you have a, do you have a way to climb? Do you need me to climb up and rope you over? What works? I mean, I can, can use my spider legs. 
Okay. But I mean, I really only get them like limited use. So I I feel like you're walking through something here, but I don't know how I'm supposed to contribute. All right. Yeah. Let's just go on over. Can you scramble? I can try. All right. So, Butthole, give me um, an athletics um, juniper. You activate the uh, the spider legs, which yeah. uh, work for an hour. Yeah, cool. And so some- we won't say that they're out necessarily for the full hour. Um, yeah. More so think of them as kind of like when Spidey pops his iron spider arms and they're just kind of available to him when he needs them. But um, yeah. up to you how much you want to use them or not. Cool. Uh, butthole got a 15. 15? Great. And uh, Juniper, can you roll the same, please? Uh, you can roll with advantage because you're using the spider legs to climb. Totes. Ooh, that's not good. That's marginally better. 12. 12? That's fine. Um, what do uh, what does the, the spider legs deploying from under your wheelchair look like? Um, I think it, it's... They kind of, like, grow out from the bottom and start to, like like, push up. And the uh, the wheels themselves kind of like almost like shift upwards to like make room for them. And they mm-hmm. just, it's like straight down and they kind of like expand out. Oh, I'm trying to think, you know, like one of those like head scratchers yeah. that's like multi-pronged that you like yeah. head yeah. massagers. It's kind of looks like that onto the ground. Okay. Awesome. Um, and then you begin to, to skitter up the, uh, oh, up yeah. the wall. Um, so again, this is, this isn't a, a huge barricade by any stretch. It's enough that you do need to climb to get over it, but it's not, you know, this was never going to keep invaders out. This was meant to keep like wandering beasts out. Um, so you get up and over, uh, you fall down and in, let me just see if the zombies notice, uh, they're rolling at disadvantage because the bell is very attractive. Uh, they do not. So cool. you you kind of drop down um, again, similar to Quinny, in behind the uh, the food stalls um, that also provide some visual cover for you. Um, these aren't full cover by any stretch, but there's enough of a you know tattered, um, likely behind the stalls, like tattered awnings and things that they would have used to kind of protect themselves from the sun, um, give you a, a bit of cover. Uh, and your goal is to move to the general store, correct? Yeah. All right. Uh, can I get stealth checks, please? Sure. Um, and I'd like to see if there's if there's like a back entrance to the general store that would be preferable uh, versus like going up to like, look in where the window broke. Like, yeah, that seems yeah. a little silly. I guess um, I will say the window broke on the uh, the back side. Oh, it did the, break on the back. Yeah. Okay, then. I- I got a six. Opposite the window. Quinny kept his ring. He did. He didn't help. So six. Yep. I got a nineteen. Great. Um, and Juniper, with that in mind, are you checking the back or the front? Um, I will check the front. The front. Okay. Yeah, I'll go in the front. <clears throat> um, so uh, Juniper is able to um, quickly cover the the distance uh, in her chair, um, rolling kind of uh, up to the front hovering up the first few stairs and then um, kind of pulling in next to the door. Um, butthole, uh, as you you begin to, st- to run and stumble, you kind of like trip through a um, uh, one of the, the stalls. Uh, you knock some things over. There's a tense moment where um, a couple of, of clo- nearby zombies uh, stop and kind of turn, uh, turn their heads creakily over their shoulder. 
uh, kind of in that classic first shot of a zombie in Resident Evil where you're like looking up from the floor in glorious, barely 16-bit uh, <laughs> CGI. Um, they're too bad, I guess, at that point. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what do you do? Uh, he will cast Thaumaturgy to amplify the bell sounds in the distance because nice. he can nice. beef that up. Great. So um, they immediately like they're turning their they're you know you can see their co- field of vision cones just about to turn to you and then the bell gets so much louder and they just kind of stop and they almost share a look but they're both looking at different parts of each other's faces because they don't recognize eyes anymore yeah. uh <laughs> and then they uh they both turn in in unison towards the bell and, uh and, and just to... rolls to the thigh and gives goblin jr a thumbs up from where he is on the ground then he's like we're not gonna do any more high risk sneaking we're gonna let them all get to the bell tower and then just run <laughs> great um so juniper um you have arrived at the front door of the general store uh it has been closed um mm-hmm. from uh from the inside what do you do um uh so i can't like try the doorknob you're saying it's like barred no, no, no. You can try the door knob. Oh, I'm just okay. saying the door is closed. Like, it's not like, you know, hanging wide yeah, open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I will. <laughs> I think I will, like, basically just, like, try the knob mm-hmm. and see if there's any sort of reaction. Sure is. Uh, can you roll me a con save? Yeah, for sure. Uh, 16. Uh, 16. All right. So you'll only take half damage from this, which is right. good. Um, but... Um, uh, as you turn the knob, um, you hear a click, uh, oh, and God. suddenly the uh, the door bursts outward um, in an explosion of uh, sharp metal, um, kind of scraps of, of metal, and basically like think like a pipe bomb. Um, okay. So um, because you passed your check, uh, you'll take half damage on it. Uh, it was going to be 16 points of damage, um, but you will instead only take eight. Okie um, As you're rocked in the chair, uh, kind of, you know, Shielding yourself with as much of your troll, your your krung arm as you can. <laughs> yeah, crunch arm. Um, although I think we've established you look like Juniper most of the time now, so instead I think it's probably just ducking behind the wheel, yeah. letting um, the spray hit it. Yeah, the armored wheels for sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, with the the sound of the explosion, um, several uh, zombies turn away uh, from the bell tower and um, uh, begin to to moan um, in. Uh, kind of like surprise and agitation uh, as they yeah. begin to uh, stumble towards you. The crowd is basically starting to divide in half. <laughs> um, so half are remaining, uh, swarming the tower, but uh, a bunch are beginning to converge on your location. What do you do? Um, uh, I think at this point, I I yell um, like basically at the door, which is now <laughs> blown partly open. <laughs> Uh, blown fully open. <laughs> blown yep. fully open. So as I'm kind of like uh, ducking uh, just outside, like the door frame, I'm just like, um, we're we're friendly. We're friendly. Tr- literally trying to help. Trying to help. Not a threat. Oh, but brains. What? The, the zombie <laughs> horde continues to mutter brains as it uh, lurches toward you. Oh, I just go right. I I roll right in. Great. Uh, can you roll me a deck save? Yep. Committed now. 16. 16. All right. Half damage again. Uh, so um, you roll in um, and uh, immediately uh, feel resistance um, against uh, against your front wheel. 
uh, and you realize you've rolled over a tripwire. Um, yeah. So oh. as you do so, um, there's a, a fire explosion. Um, that again, at this point, I think it's just, you're just sideshow fine. Bob stepping on rakes. <laughs> like it's just, um, you know, so it, it blasts against you. Uh, it was going to be for 15, so you'll take seven cool. um, points of damage. Uh, and yeah, it's just at this point kind of like a, hey, we're fr-, kaboom. Like, okay, yeah. yep, wheel further in, trying to get away from the zombies. <laughs> um, uh, the uh, general store itself has been uh, ransacked. Um, you know, you can see that, you know, the the small kind of round wooden tables that would have held provisions have all been kind of knocked over. Um, there's a, a body slumped behind the, uh, the, the cash uh, register and sort of a spray of blood on the wall uh, behind it. Um, generally speaking, it, you know, there's a few empty cans and that sort of thing, but it, it's very clearly been picked over. Um, there's a back door um, that is closed. You can see similar uh, trap rigging. Mm-hmm. Um so, like, essentially, like a stool with a cable leading to the door handle, and then a trip wire uh, just underneath right. that, um, as well as a staircase uh, leading to the second floor, which is where you saw the the glint and uh, heard the the glass break. Okay, very carefully, I would like to move towards the staircase. Um, sure, you want to roll me a perception? I wanna- yeah, I want to see if, because if, I can hover over the trip wires if there are any at like wheel height. Mm-hmm. So, perception. Ooh, that's pretty good. Uh, 20 total. 20? Yeah, um, there's definitely a tripwire at the bottom uh, of the stairs uh, that you're able to hover up and over. Um, but you get the sense that really these defenses seem to have been built for doors, uh, for the front and back door more than anything else. Yeah. Uh, so you begin to hover up the stairs. Meanwhile, outside butthole, uh, you've seen the door blast open. Uh, then you've heard a secondary blast uh, from inside. You've seen the zombies turn and start running. You've also heard Juniper, like, call out that your friend not foe um the zombies aren't paying attention to you they're all converging on the general store what do you do this episode is sponsored by shopify when we started podcasting an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind but now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products all because we use shopify Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and 
and it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs and it is so easy all because we use shopify (laughs) shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business it'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout 36 percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms which means curious people are more likely to buy from you and you can sell more with less effort thanks to shopify magic your ai powered all-star One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices, if people were outside of the U.S., were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Ah, so it's power you seek, is it? Well, I, Xanthus of Dum Dums and Dice, am more than happy to provide you with a little bit of that, and it won't cost you anything, unlike that accursed Dum Dums and Dice Patreon. I mean, over there, sure, you can give a dollar to join a Patreon-only Discord and talk to other fans of the shows, you can get ad-free feeds, you can even create names or even an NPC that shows up in the shows, you can even get your name in the closing credits, and all it will cost you is a bit of your, um mortal money. Of course, you could instead make a deal with me, and I could give you power the likes of which you could never even dream of. And of course, the cost is somewhat higher than a few of your mortal dollars, but after all, who doesn't enjoy a good deal? Well, if you do decide that you would rather spend human money than engage in the dark arts with me, you can of course go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, that's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E, or we could make a deal. Yeah, of the, of the zombie setups... Are they all heading this way now? Are they split between tower and here? split between like- the tower noise is still very, particularly with the thaumaturgy on it, is very attractive. So yeah. half the zombies, uh, we'll say there's probably about um, at this point probably about fifteen zombies on the tower from various corners of of the town, and there's probably about fifteen converging uh, on the uh, the general store. All right. Well, this plan's gone to shit, and he just looks to Gabriel yeah. Junior. He just says. Stay nimble, buddy. Uh, and, and Butthole gets to his feet uh, and raises his hammer, and he just starts farting. Just and he's just going to spin up 
his wall of spinning, damaging hammers uh, around himself. Uh, and then he's just going to book it straight to the doorway because he can hold the doorway just by standing in it. So he's cast that spell at level five. Um, so it, the moment that any of the zombies get in range of it, uh, he's obviously running right to the door. So if he's running past them, he gets them. But the moment that they enter the field, uh, they have to take a wisdom save at DC 18. Oh, man. If it's one thing I know about zombies, <laughs> they are fucking great at wisdom. Uh, they love it. They love it Isn't so Isn't old much. corpses. Yep. Yeah. You know, just it's their favorite, their favorite thing. Um, all right. So wisdom save. Um, <laughs> Is it wizened or wizened? It's wizened. I've always said wizened, but I think it's one of those ones that can go. I think it's either wizened. is acceptable. Yeah. All right. Um, and sir, what's the DC, Ryan? 18, 1 8. 18. Um, all right. So the we'll say um, you know, moments after you you kind of plant yourself there, uh, we'll say five reach you. Great. Uh, so I'll um, say and their movement is halved in the field. So if their movement okay. is 30, it'll actually take them two turns to get through the 15 feet of hammers to me. Great. Um, so, oh, uh, improbably three of them survive, uh, two of them, uh, get obliterated. Uh, right. So the ones that survive take half damage, which in this case is, well, actually, I guess I should find out what the damage is before I say they were obliterated. Uh, 26. <laughs> Wait, that's damage. the half damage or the full That's damage? the full damage. Half will be 13. Ay, ay, Dios mio. Um, all right. So. One sec. Just let me get all these stats down here. Okay. And two. As anyone's wondering, full. multiple dictionaries confirm wizened. Oh. There we go. Well, the <laughs> more you know. you learn something. <laughs> so did I. Now, what that happened in the true. last 30 seconds? Because I was looking at I'm, I'm <laughs> just wait. Tom's he's doing math. Turning into a. <laughs> A food ninja, but for nice for zombies, yeah, makes sense. Um, all right, so no, uh, unfortunately, uh, zombies are still up, uh, but they are slowed. Um, Ooh, great, as they uh, they stumble through the uh, the hammer smacks, snicker snack, etc. Um, Quinny, uh, this has happened. Uh, you came in, you rang the bell, um, you probably saw Juniper uh, rush the door. Oh, uh, okay, saw the trap go. Uh, just because you're up in the bell tower, so you, you kind of got got eyes on all this. Um, what do you think your next action would be? Um, you see her kind of rush the door. You see zombies start to head in her direction. Yeah, I'll go help Juniper out, especially with traps going off. Maybe I can help with that. Um, I guess. Yeah, I'll. Uh, what's what's the distance from me to uh, this general store that she went to? I mean, if you're asking for Dimension Door, it's within Dimension Door. If you're asking for a Spring and Striding, uh, probably 60 feet. 60? But you also have verticality to take into account. Yeah, your, the your thing up, is, like, if I use, floors. if I cast that spell again, that's my spells. That's it. Um, this is in Dimension Door. That's that's high level. <laughs> well, it's just Warlocks have two spell slots at level seven. Oh, oh so, okay. Yeah, oh, wow. every, everything is a fourth level spell, even, like, Misty Step, for example, is now at fourth oh, level. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it all gets carried up. Um, if you look down, you just see butthole in the door with the hammers pam pummeling zombies coming <laughs> in. And he's looking up at you and just doing that fingers in a, like a rotating circle forward. It's like, just keep it rolling. This is going great. <laughs> you Thumbs probably up. hear like a, a muffled like, I'm here to help. Like coming from the inside of the store. 
Let me see Mage Hand. <laughs> it's not it's not concentration. So I'm going to cast Mage Hand to keep ringing the bell. Uh, oh, nice. But I, wa- I want to go down and help out just because it seems like we weren't expecting booby traps uh, and two explosions have gone off in rapid succession. And Quinny feels that he's the best for handling booby traps. Uh, so he's going to cast Mage Hand, and then I think he's going to jump off full on like Assassin's Creed Swan Dive, uh, and uh, he'll, uh, as the ground closes in, he'll misty step uh, like down and forward, uh, carrying his momentum to like get get there. Great. So um, the spell slot. <laughs> is your plan to arrive next to Butthole to arrive on the roof? Where are you trying to, to get to? There was glass breaking, right? There's a window? On the second floor, yeah. Yeah, I'll go for the second floor window. Okay, great. Um, so you and Juniper uh, reach the room kind of uh, at the same time. Um, you uh, you burst in um, to find uh, that, that that window um, is shattered. Uh, you can definitely see traces of it on the windowsill. Uh, it looks like it was blown out. Um, there's a uh, like a, a small, I think almost like a, like a a sea captain's style uh, telescope. Um, so like a small handheld one on a tripod um, set up at the window, looking out the other direction, um, and uh, you find yourselves in in what's what's clearly kind of like a almost an outpost sort of a scenario. There is. Um, uh, sort of a, a few canisters of seeds, um, some peanut butter, that sort of thing. You can tell that this is where the trail rations are made. Um, there are um, a couple of like classic zombie game maps with like overrun, don't go here, right? Um, that sort of thing. Um, otherwise, you know, a kettle, um, a sort of a, a small um, uh, stove has been kind of brought up and crudely retrofitted through a window. Mm-hmm. Uh, to uh, to allow the boiling water and that sort of thing, um, but yes, generally speaking, uh, there's and there's a bedroll. You can tell that someone's been been camping here. Okay, um, I'm gonna grab that. I'm gonna grab that captain's telescope. Sure, uh, just telescope it down and tuck that away. Um, you mentioned it's like it's handheld. It's okay to, yep. to carry, or is yeah. it like it's no, no, on you, that you can. It, it's it's on the tripod. It seems more for like. It's a little bit like, you know, putting a, a selfie stick on a tripod. Like okay. it, it's not a heavy item. It's okay, just for, for ease of use and great. convenience. Perfect. Yeah, because we very recently realized we might we might want that. So mm. yeah. Uh I'll take the telescope. Um looking now at Juniper came into this room as well. Juniper's here as well. Yeah, she's uh she just finished hovering up the stairs. Okay, so checking in with Juniper, uh so are you okay? I heard explosions and shouting. Yeah, there were traps. Um, but wait, is there no one here? Not right now, but someone alive has been here. I look to this furnace. Is it like still hot? It like it's still very, very recently. Um, looking around, did they make their exit? Um, the, the glass was was busted out. Yeah. If yeah. I if I'm now inside this room and I look out the window, do I see maybe like a landing impression or anything like that, or what's at the building across from us? Um, yeah, so they went out um, from kind of our original justification. So kind of furthest to the right. So I guess we're doing. I hate doing upside down directions, but basically, <laughs> um, they went out the back. 
yeah. hastily. Um, so okay. not towards the other building, but towards the woods. Um, you don't see an impression on the ground uh, where they would have landed, but you do definitely see glass and window pane um, out there on the ground. Um, a quick uh, glance at the window pane suggests that um, you can actually see, like, it's a very clean break. Um, in all likelihood, they weakened the sill so that if they did need to go out fast, they could go out very fast without having to try and disarm all the downstairs traps. Um, so this definitely seems like the, the bug out window, if that makes sense. Okay. All right. So, I mean, I'm going to say we deal with these zombie hard. Yeah, let's and, wrap up uh, here. And-, and maybe whoever else is fighting them or looking out, maybe they'll come back when they realize people are here to help. I don't know. I'm thinking Butthole can use Thaumaturgy to just give the all clear once it really is all clear. But for right now, yeah, we got to we gotta wrap this up so that it's safe for people to, to be here. Okay. While this is happening, you're just hearing the sounds of hundreds of ball-peen hammers <laughs> thudding into flesh and bone down below you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Ryan, we look out and there's just like <laughs> blood everywhere. If I understand your powers correctly, um, you'll basically just be able to mulch these things given enough time. Is that correct? A hundred percent, yes. Uh, <laughs> with this one, basically, uh, they, well, they'll be able to get to me. So the idea is, it's 15 feet in all directions. It hits whoever I want. The moment they enter the field, their speed is halved. So it takes them like they'd walk towards. First move would get them into the field. Second move would get them to me. But each turn, they have to take a wisdom save or take full damage or half. I don't think zombies move 30 feet. I think they I think they're slower because they're shambling yeah. undead. Uh, <laughs> these guys, these guys actually do have a pretty decent uh they got a, oh. a decent-ish walk, but um you're absolutely right. I feel like over time, um I think Ryan, maybe what we'll do just to keep this uh wholesome is um we'll take uh 12 points of damage over the course of clearing out um the horde and it's literally just like from occasionally they'll get through and manage a, a cool yeah because he would just he would hold this door the way he is and then for the ones that had gone around the building he would actually run over with his hammer still up because technically this other power is different and he would destroy undead so he can just like blast them out of through within 30 feet so yeah 12 yep. is perfect i i completely Great. agree love it awesome um sorry for, for uh, i would say for quinny and juniper however watching him use destroy undead this is different than you've seen him use this power previously because though he yells the word Moonhammer when he raises Moonlight Bringer high, uh, he arches backwards and out of him a giant golden version of butthole just expands like a, a godlike radiant light swoops up around him and then snaps back into his body and golden light sprays outwards and just slaughters the zombies that are around him. The few that remain, he he takes out with Moonlight Bringer. But it's the first time you've seen any aspect of himself within the divinity. Yeah. Oh. Did you know he could do that? That's new to me, too. I didn't know he could do that. Gonna say it's one of those butt hammer things. <laughs> That's just stuff he's made up. I, <laughs> well, I'm, yeah, but I mean, made up, and yet we've met Moonhammer, so. All right, so a broken clock is right twice a day, and this is the second time the clock's right. Uh, <laughs> and, hey, guys, and, I think everything's dead. Should we go look up in the tower or something? What happened in the exploding rooms? Somebody was living here. They oh. uh, they took off to the woods. I was thinking maybe you could uh, get super loud and tell them to come back. Tell them it's safe. Yeah, sure, I can do that. Just I'll go up top so that I've got the most thing, and he'll just like pull down some of the barricade over the front door and go and climb up the tower. 
He sees the Quinny posters and he's like, well, um, <laughs> or do Explosion. I? Roll me a con save there, bud. <laughs> a con save? Well, I imagine this counts as combat because I do have a stored up disadvantage from uh, helping Quinny with Mirabelle. So my focus is not on my surroundings because I'm thinking about how we're going to get this girl for Quinny. So with the disadvantage, oh yeah, there we go. That is a four. Great. Uh, you take twenty points of damage as uh, the the bottom of the the tower detonates outward. Oh, you literally, you open the door and it's just like um, you know, die hard. Um, so you're <laughs> uh, you're blasted back, um, and uh, the the tower begins to to creak and groan. Um, and uh, and crack as uh, the uh, the structure begins to fall inward and towards you. What do you do? Well, in all the movies, people run directly away from the thing towards them, and it's a race to see if you can get out from under it. But Butthole is a person in reality, so if it's falling straight at him, he runs 15 feet to his left yeah, and it takes safe. <laughs> two steps to the left? Yeah. Um, the, uh, the tower, uh, comes crashing down. The bell bounces out. You have to take like at least four steps because it's falling and starts to creak your way. But similarly, you just keep going on that, you know, strafing angle and, uh, sure enough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Uh, you know, you, you feel bad from a visual perspective that you didn't give the audience a breathtaking sequence of you trying to outrun a tall thing. (laughs) Uh, but from a survivalist perspective, you feel pretty great that you avoided danger by very clearly stepping out of the way of said danger. Um, (laughs) then he just awkwardly turns on thaumaturgy and is like, Hey, local people, we took out the zombies and the evil bell tower. (laughs) (laughs) Out of the, uh, the the wreckage, a uh, a single flyer drifts uh, and kind of catches your leg, uh, and you see uh, Cooney's face staring back at you. Oh, it's what's this? And he'll he'll pick it up and read it. Um, it's an invitation to Quinny Days. Oh, I think Butthole doesn't know what time of year it is, uh, so he'll just head towards the others and be like, "All right." I know where we got to go, and we need to get there before Quinny days, because this sounds really fun. Quinny, I bet they give you a special hat or something for being you. Yeah, no, I saw these things in the clock tower. Uh, nice, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh, these, these are old. This is, whatever this was, this has already happened. Do you uh, think they made you their king? Like, maybe you're the king of, of, of I the halflings? no idea if you want to try a gambit i would say maybe try shouting that quinny is here and see if that person comes back they may try to kill us i don't know and he'll just megaphone outside the building just immediately like quinny's the one who led the team here to save you quinny brown barrow wait quinny has there has there always been a holiday for you no i mean i've got a prestigious rogue award named after me but not uh so this is new to you not a holiday well, happy Quinny days, is. belated. I uh, thanks. This is weird. I don't know if I like this yet. Quinny's here for a reason I can't talk about because he prayed for it. But oh if God. you know him, you should come here. There is no response. I'll give you money. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Me, Tom McGee, the human, <laughs> arrives. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, uh, still, still no response. 
Okay, I don't think they're going to come. Quinny, all the buildings tell them, are kind tell of... Them we'll, tell them we'll get them food. We'll get them protection. Uh, upstairs in this general store was the same kind of, you know, trail food, rations and stuff like that that we found out there in the wild. So this person seems pretty capable, judging by how many things we have blown up. Are you two okay, <laughs> by the way? I mean, I've been better, but I've been worse. Uh, and then he'll just like raise a hand to his own chest and cast cure wounds on himself. So, yeah, uh, Juniper will do a lay on hands to herself. All right. Okay. You both brush your shoulders off, looking healthier <laughs> with every. Uh, yeah. 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 So you guys are looking better. Okay. Good. Anyway, yep. yeah, this person seems entirely capable of taking care of themselves. I have a feeling they will be keeping an eye on us. Uh, as we haven't seen hide nor hair of them so far, which honestly is pretty, pretty skillful. I'm, I'm really impressed. Uh, I, I don't think we need to worry about them in terms of their safety. We might need to worry about them in terms of ours, but. Well, they ran when we got here, right? Like they didn't team up with the zombies to fight us. So they're probably no, no, just I mean, survivalists. Quinny, I got a weird, smart. I got a weird question for you. We need more things to offer the farmers. Can you do like a quick look through the different stalls or whatever and just anything that's booby-trapped, we can probably assume is where the random stranger, parenthesis S, parenthesis, are hiding. So that's probably their stuff. But anything that isn't booby-trapped, theoretically, we could go through and see if there's gold or other stuff we might be able to trade for more food. Yeah, I'll give the place a once-over, but I think this place is booby-trapped just to kill intruders or undead legions i mean you'd uh, think that but like the the none of the stalls were booby trapped and so far this place has been booby trapped but it, there was a room upstairs with posters of you and you said the tower was booby trapped and by said i mean <laughs> i got blown up by that fucking tower yeah i didn't say uh, anything yeah well you said there was another thing with posters of you in it yes so for posters yeah maybe I'll, it's all i will all check for fans. traps and i will check for valuables that's fine i can do that pretty easily Great. And then as you go to do that, but I'll turn to Juniper and be like, should we be worried that Quinny's fans play with explosives? I mean, well, we don't know if they're Quinny's fans. I mean, I suppose they are Quinny's fans. I mean, maybe they were just using it for like, you know, toilet paper. <laughs> I don't, you know, Most obviously, is there a shit toilet. bucket in the corner? I'm like, was it? You were up there. I'm down here with you now. Uh, neither of you were up in the bell tower. The bell tower is where the no. Quinny pictures were. No, no, I just mean the general store because I didn't see like if there was a shit bucket in the general store. General store was fully equipped. There was yeah, there there was a, a, like a water closet. Well, I'm just saying we don't know. Like we have no idea until we find these people. I think but we're going we'll to say there was no Quinny shit in the uh, in the general store. Just for for the record, no Quinny oh. merch. Okay, well. Uh... All right, then we won't worry about it. But if things start getting intense, Juniper, you've looked at my moon manments. We might have to come up with some Quinn manments that we could give his fans so they stop right. blowing us up. Unless, out. unless, hmm, are these like, do you think these are decent people or do you think these are people who would like sacrifice Quinny? That is a good question. Generally, people who have posters of people aren't willing to sacrifice them. But if you just have explosives and no posters, then maybe. Explosives are kind of generally a red flag on whether or not someone's a good person. Because if you have bombs, you're either bad or kind of shady. Well, you've used bombs. When? I've used bombs. 
I use magic. That's different. <laughs> I mean, yeah, magical bombs. Yeah, well, mine come from a goddess. If you're a goddess who has bombs, you, you can be kind of shady. That's fine. You're a goddess. But, I mean, a lot of people worship gods and goddesses, and they make bombs. So, ultimately, hmm, I have to think about this one. Yeah, welcome to religion. <laughs> All right. So, um, Quinny, can you roll me an investigation, please, for um, your investigation of the town? Uh, 19. So, <clears throat> we'll say you are able to scrape up probably about a, uh, we'll say maybe, well, you know, I'll just, I don't need to make this up. I can just roll a dice. So this game's about right. Uh, <laughs> all right, um, you find about uh, sixty-five gold um, amidst the uh, the various uh, stalls and, and stands. Um, you would know that gold is more of a thing that would be brought in by people traveling the roads uh, to trade, whereas the the local farmers would likely just trade goods. Um, money does certainly exist in the um, the fertile fields, but it doesn't. It doesn't really hold the same cachet. Like it's much easier to just be like, oh, I need some milk. Here's a loaf of bread than be like, here's some gold. I don't know. Spend it somewhere. Like the, the economy model just doesn't really truck here aside from knowing that it's easier to trade with other people's, particularly travelers. You know, like if drow travelers are coming through, it's easier for them to just be like, here's some underdark gold. Can I have a chicken? <laughs> then be like, yeah. I don't know. Here's a cool book. Um, so... Um, not unexpected. The coins are kind of from everywhere, uh, as as you would expect, but certainly something that you you can trade with. Um, so you gather that up. Um, in terms of booby traps, you don't find traps on any of the other buildings or stalls. Um, they seem not even to the be saloon. I figure the saloon might be trapped. The saloon is not trapped. Interesting. Um, but also, you don't find uh, any hints of people living there. Um, okay. It looks mm. kind of like it was abandoned when it was abandoned. Um, <clears throat> there are. Um, uh, upstairs, you do find uh, a, sort of a couple of the rooms. You don't get the sense that this is really an inn. Um, it's more of a stop in for a drink and continue on your way kind of place, uh, which makes sense given what you know of kind of uh, huge hospitality people, but also not necessarily wanting to like create a thriving thing. The town just isn't equipped for it. Um, but uh, on the second floor, you do find a couple of the rooms have been converted from probably office space or where a proprietor might live into a makeshift morgue. Um, so there are a few bodies that have been, hmm. um, placed there, um, bodies sort of, that were like undead and destroyed, like killed um, again, or like bodies of people who died during the attacks and have okay. been, um, you, you would imagine early on, this was likely a, we need somewhere to store them until we can bury them before yeah, okay. realizing we can't bury uh, bury people. Also, I will point out um, a modern issue that we, the viewers and listeners, will have is always thinking of zombies as like a constant undead rising force. Right. Mm -hmm. um, it's important to note, given the uh, necromantic powers at work here, that uh, the lich lords can raise more, but they would need to be paying attention. Right. Um, okay. sure. Zombies don't bite just... zombies to make more zombies. Zombies yeah. are right. raised and then fight until they die. Exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. So we're Good in the trappings <laughs> of a modern zombie story, but there is there is a standard D&D limit to, to that. I uh, like it. Mm -hmm. um, so um, again, it, it it's it's a it's a grim sight, Quinny, particularly given how close you are to home. Yep. But also, you know, 
the fact that this isn't enough bodies to account for everyone who is here does suggest that that people made it out, uh, as does the barricade you saw on the way out of town, which was clearly built kind of behind people rather than like they didn't make a last stand here. They they clearly fell back. Okay, I'll come back. Uh, let everyone know. Uh, I'll I'll, leave, I'll hand the uh, gold over to the butthole because that doesn't really matter to me right now. Um, Do you want to keep your half? No, this one's this one's on the house. You 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 hang on to it. Oh, Plus sixty five to you, uh, butthole. Sixty five. Very kind. Um, so, do either of you need to rest up after this little adventure before we push onwards, or should we keep moving? Uh, yeah, I just need to catch my breath for like an hour or or so. I just a uh, quick kind of recharge on the old uh, infernal magics. There, it happens. I, I can get it back up to full power faster, but there's because the tank it gets emptied pretty fast too. All right, let's. Uh, I'll cook some snacks. Goblin Junior can help. Juniper, yeah. if you want to, maybe like, why don't we hang imagine... out up here in this apartment. Uh, actually, there's something I want to check on up there too. Okay, then you do that, Juniper. Sometimes you can make fields, make more stuff grow, or whatever. And mm-hmm. I feel like the farmers in this area have had, let's just say, a shit year. <laughs> so maybe if you yield? could help help their <laughs> land yield. do good for them with less work, that might kind of make things a little better. All right. Well, I mean. If we've got eight hours. We don't. Oh, that's what you require. Never mind. I misunderstood. Yeah, that's not what you need, Quinny. Yeah. I am. Um, Maybe we'll save that. It might be a something that we do on the way back. Yeah. Or we could do that in like the center where we're hitting the stuff where the people, if they're still hiding out, are. Okay. So then do whatever you want to do for an hour. You got an hour. It's it's you time. I'll make snacks. Up in the apartment, Tom, I would like to just take out the telescope once more and place it back where it was in the tripod to get a sense of what the telescope was looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, you get the sense that it has uh, a pretty good vantage point on on the town, uh, on the front gate. Uh, you can now that the the de- bell tower is down, you can definitely see the back gate. But um, just kind of seems to be well well positioned for general um, lookout. Okay, but in the position, can I tell what was specifically being looked at before it was no longer being used? Uh, the last time it was used, what position was it left in to be? It at? was uh, aimed at the front gate, uh, okay. where where all of you arrived. Okay. So this person may have seen me come over the front gate, but they definitely saw you two. Okay, I'll take the telescope again. <clears throat> Just wanted to get a sense of what's going through this person's head. Why can't we? Like we know so little about them. Um, is there any other any personal effects whatsoever inside of this? apartment or is it pretty stark survivor kind of uh it's pretty stark in here um you saw more kind of personal looking stuff in the bell tower but um given the collapse it's it's yeah yeah, it's gone um you get the sense that uh, this was likely the functional space uh the other one was probably the more private space that was likely less used but um again was was there was a lot there uh Mm -hmm. but uh it's gone this seems very taciturn um and very functional. Okay. Okay. Uh, then I'll, I'll just kind of, after checking the bed for, you know, some kind of bed bomb, uh, I will, uh, I'll, uh, climb in there and just stretch out and relax and sort of not like meditate in any earnest way, but for Quinny meditate, just mm-hmm. like kind of close his eyes and just think on stuff. But he's basically just looking to recharge for about an hour short rest to, uh, get his spell slots back and get his head back in the game. Gotcha. Well, 
Butthole will use one of the kitchens in one of the stores. He's going to try to bake muffins. Uh, but while he does it, he's going to be doing some praying because he still isn't sure what to do to help Quinny with the Mirabelle problem. So he is going to pray for divine intervention. So he's realized now that Moonhammer... What a day. <laughs> Moonhammer, uh, one for a long rest. Except oh, if he succeeds, yeah. he has to take a week off. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's he's praying to Moonhammer, but he's realizing Moonhammer, instead of being the, like, Moonhammer has all the answers, Moonhammer is an equal now. Because Moonhammer is Moonhammer in her dimension, and Butthole is Moonhammer in this dimension. He's the Butthammer. So instead, it's like Slack with like a colleague, where he's like, I got this thing going on. I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to do. Wow. And like, he doesn't get the answer back. It's just like writing one-way instant messages. Uh, And while he does it, uh, his beard goes down and just forms boobs like Moonhammer had. He doesn't do it consciously. It just reshapes while he's thinking. Uh, and let's let's see if he if he gets anything back on the old deity Slack channel. <laughs> Jesus Christ! He does Your not news. not this time. So <laughs> doesn't have answers. What's the Slack channel called? Uh, well, I think he just signs on as whole because he his his whole name it would include all his titles. So so it's even shorter. Uh, and I think it's just whole thoughts. Is just where what, what he's what he's like if he were writing it into it in a Slack analog. Uh, but he he feels like he's on the cusp of something, but he still doesn't have the answers for what's the right way to answer Quinny's prayer. Uh, and then Tom, what do I roll to see how good my muffins are? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Um, wow. I think uh, let's make it a. I'm inclined to say performance, but I might give it to you for medicine. Uh, let's go with medicine. I think that, that you're feels... mixing ingredients in an yeah. attempt to make the most nourishing possible muffin. Like it's not necessarily gonna be the tastiest muffin, but it will be. That is a nat fucking 20. These muffins. Oh, shit. Fucking. Yes. Cool. He gets lucky in this kitchen as he's going around for two reasons. One, there is a stone closet that was airtight. And when he opens it up, all the dry ingredients he would need for cooking are still there. And it even has a little magical rock chilled like fridge. <laughs> so he's got all the ingredients. And two, he finds a recipe. This <laughs> does not really know how to cook, but he knows how to be told how to cook. So he like pins it to the wall and Goblin Jr. and him get on chef hats and they just bake some fucking muffins. No uh, and he accidentally... Makes everyone's favorite muffin. He makes three different kinds, mainly by accident. But it's like, what kind of muffin is Quinny craving when he wakes up? What kind of muffin will Juniper want? And they're there. Uh, what is Quinny's Rhubarb elderberry. Ooh. Yep, so that happens. Through an incredible combination of spices that evoke that without having any fresh vegetables or fruits. Yeah. Uh, chocolate chip. For for Quinny, because try as he might, he is essentially a child. <laughs> uh, what about you, Ryan? Uh, it includes both of the other kinds of muffins, also blueberries and beef jerky. Like his is just a weird monster muffin, but it's got the protein he needs to keep his big old body chugging along. So he's delighted. Uh, and he and Gobble Jr., it's both of their favorites because with the meat content, it's, it's speaking to the wolf. So they are very pleased. Understood. So... Um, Having taken a rest, um, Quinny, uh, <laughs> you awake, um, feeling a little bit more magical, um, but also uh, the smell of uh, fresh-baked muffins. 
And uh, though everything in this town kind of went pear-shaped pretty quickly, uh, at least uh, you can all have a decent meal uh, before you set out uh, to find out what happened to your hometown and see if you can find any trace of this mysterious stranger. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, the half-blind prophet. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby. One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield. Lorda Bradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Benjamin V. Gavin and Abby McDonald, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Anna Zed, Eric Williams, Logan, Fire on Friendly, Acrix, Cameron Ezel, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Dum Dums and Dice would like to welcome you into the Mythos Mysteries, a live-play Pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imagining. Our story begins with two erstwhile companions on a long and winding road. They think they are fleeing danger, but greater horror awaits them when they arrive. For they are not just running away from mortal danger, but towards the Mythos Mysteries. Whoever you are, we're not scared of you. You hear a voice from inside that says, Please, help. I'm inside the dresser, help. Now I need you to listen to my very explicit instructions here, Adrian. Okay. Please ready your punching fists. Yeah, they're always ready. Now I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna open the door. Okay. And we're going to look inside the dresser. What if we don't? Could we not? <laughs> I need you to be brave for me. Okay. You were always very brave. I, okay, okay. So we're going to open the door and you're going to look in the dresser. And yes. then what? And then if I tell you to, yep. we're going to punch it. The dresser? <laughs> <laughs> You said I had to be very, you said explicit. If there is someone in the dresser. I'm punching. We're going to punch him. What if it's a ghost? Well, then we're going to have ourselves a fun time. Like a party? (laughs) Like a birthday party. Okay, so we'll do some dancing and there will be a cake. Hopefully the ghost brought it. Yes. Okay, I can do this. Okay. I'm going to open the door now. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to open the door. You open the door and the dresser is 
back upright. All the drawers are back inside. But now it is next to the window. And the bed is in a different corner. Of course it is. And the blood is pooling on the floor instead of the ceiling. It's dripping up. The Mythos Mysteries. Episodes are available now.